0: Well, well, good evening, everybody. Stefan Molyneux from the future, your conscience, land of (laughs) deplatforming. So good evening, everybody. Hope you're doing well. We're going to try newish things. Normally, the Wednesday night chitty-chatty bing-bang is to do with uh, me reading texts and responding to those, but uh, let's voice it up, baby. Let's... Let's get with the 21st century, if not downright the 20th century. And I hope that you're able to uh, join in. Uh, I put the link in the chat if you wanted to uh, add me in here. Uh, I will be, of course, uh, chatting on uh, my Telegram channel, and uh, we can do it uh, that way. That way. And we'll do it from there. So uh, wait for a couple of questions, I suppose. The other thing, I guess something that I... I did kind of want to mention, which I find uh, quite fascinating. Uh, quick question. Uh, hit me with a why if you're under. Hey, Johan, how you doing? Good evening, good evening. Thank you for dropping by. Thank you for joining. Hit me with a why if you're under or at 5'8". If you're under or at 5'8", or whatever the hell that is in metric. I, I can't recall, but... Um, what is that, 1.6 meters, something like that? Hello, Tim Pool's hairpiece. <laughs> Hello, King Leo, how you doing? Hit me with a Y if you're under 5'8". Johan says, no, 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 we got a bunch of tall dudes here. Hello, Hamid. Hello, Anonymous Dan. Hmm, self-contradictory name, I suppose. Um, Lieutenant Dang. Uh, so, uh, yeah, we got, a, we got one. No, says dark plant. No, says Pareto. Uh, somebody says hi, because they just don't listen.
1: They just don't
0: listen. I'm tall, handsome, and rich, says Johan. And uh, I'm going to go out on a limb here and say 31 years old. Five foot nine, woo. Six foot two, wasp. Um, so uh, we got, got some tall guys, a couple of short guys. So have you ever heard of or read of the studies wherein they uh, talk about what happens when you're short how much money you need to make to make up for being short anybody hey julie how you doing nice to see you nice to see you have you ever heard this is pretty pretty wild stuff a friend of mine told me about this many years ago he was a grand total of five foot six maybe and he found it quite disheartening. Now, I don't mean to make this disheartening at all. I just thought it was kind of kind of interesting to, to look at this. And dating, so the height income trade-off for men and for women, right? So let, let's do the guessing game because I find it entertaining. Let's do the guessing game out here, right? So if you're five foot tall, how much extra money... Do you need to make to be a five eleven guy? Like to be to be a five eleven guy. So if you're five foot tall. How much extra money do you need to make to make up for the fact that you're less than a five eleven guy? Anybody want to give uh, give any guesses out there? <laughs> one hundred thousand dollars per inch. That's what you got. All right. So that would be uh, one point one million per year. Not not net worth or anything like per actual year. Anybody want to want to take a guess? We'll go with we'll go with US one hundred k per year. Says Sirius Bear Pareto one eighty two says hundred thousand per inch. The Julius is four hundred k. Richardson says ten k per inch per year. Uh, I assume you're talking about your OnlyFans premium. Okay, about four bitcoins in a year. We got two hundred and fifty k. All right, all right. So that's that's really really interesting, right? So this is. This is a table that shows the additional annual income that a man or woman needs to be as successful as a five foot 11 and a half tall inch man or a five foot five and a half tall woman, the median heights in our online dating population. So the baseline incomes—this may be a little bit further back—it's pretty close, right? The baseline incomes were sixty-two thousand five hundred for men and forty-two thousand five hundred for women. Now you know what's interesting is they say, well, men only uh, uh, women only make three quarters of what men make, but that's right? So, but in order to be attractive, a woman only has to make $42,500 to, to equivalent of a man 62500 five hundred, right? Because apparently, uh, it's 10 grand a tit. So, that's really quite interesting, right? So, women make less, but they need to make less, or they don't need to make nearly as much to be considered attractive, right? So, if the man is five foot tall, he needs to make $317,000 a year more than the baseline right so the baseline is sixty two five he needs to make three hundred and seventeen thousand dollars a year more right three one seven plus I'm not gonna do this in my head don't ever tell my daughter so he needs to make three hundred and eighty almost three hundred eighty thousand dollars a year instead of sixty two thousand five hundred to make up for being eleven and a half inches shorter than I guess what's considered the the ideal. Yes, yeah, the Julie was over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because this is a good over-under, right? This is a good over-under. Hey, Steph Critize, and all you legends listening in. Thank you so much. How much does Danny DeVito need to make? Well, have you seen uh was it Rihanna Perlman or whatever his name her name is? Um so and and it's it's um dose dependent, right? It's dose dependent. So here's something interesting. So if the man is five foot tall, he needs to make $317,000. let us do another one down. Let's do another one, right? So if he's five foot two, so he's got those two precious inches. Every man's going to add an inch to every estimate anyway, right? So if he's five foot two, so five foot zero guys need $317,000 extra per year. If you're five foot two, what does that drop down to? Right, this is how you know whether it's uh, like random, true, false, or what. Right, if it, if he's five foot two, five foot zero, three hundred seventeen thousand, five foot two. What does he need to make? What does he need to make? Any guesses? Any guesses? See, when well, now we're in the neighborhood, right? We're going to assume that it's less than three seventeen, right? Because otherwise, it, the whole thing wouldn't make that much sense, right? Oh, I've got an edge there there we go so yeah any any guesses 240 275 yeah good good neighborhood good neighborhood I feel like there's a lag I do feel like there's a lag Asian Asians make the most yet are on the short end of the stick on the dating pool yeah true it's a lot of so if if he is uh, 250 Yeah, yeah, you're you're pretty close, right? Oh, pretty close. So the actual number is two hundred sixty nine thousand dollars. So, five foot zero three seventeen, five foot two two hundred sixty nine thousand dollars, five foot four two hundred twenty one thousand, five foot six hundred seventy five thousand, five foot eight hundred thirty eight thousand, five foot ten twenty four thousand. Now, if he's half an inch over the ideal and so strange i am actually five foot eleven and a half so just accidental ideal right or 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 the median sorry not the ideal so if he is he's got one half inch extra he has to make eight thousand dollars a year less half an inch (laughs) so five foot ten he's got to make an extra twenty four thousand dollars a year right that's quarter million almost uh, in ten years right he goes two inches taller he goes from having to make an extra $24,000 a year to a woman finding him as attractive if he makes $8,000 a year less, right? So that's what, 54,500, right? So instead of 62,500, if he's got, if he's six foot tall, he only has to make uh, 54,500. Now, if he's six foot two, this is a pretty wild jump, right? So is he? if he's six foot two, how much less can he make to be as attractive as a 5'11 guy, right? Six foot two, right? Two and a half inches. Two and five foot 11 and a half, right? How much less money does he have to make a year to be uh, equivalent in attractiveness to a 5'11 and a half guy, right? So some guy standing next to me, he's six foot two, and the woman looks at him and says, oh, I'll take X amount of dollars less. Somebody says 36K, 20K less, says Duke Skywalker. Yeah, 50K. Oh, Julie, <laughs> you're not helping the guy. Uh, minus 180K. Okay, dude, uh, our baseline is 62,500. He can be a hobo. <laughs> That's right. He could be a hobo. Yeah, well, we'll get to the hobo. The hobo is coming up. I'm not kidding. The hobo is coming up. So if he's six foot two, oh, can we please take slow mode off? Oh, is that why things are slow? Yeah, we can take slow mode off we can take we can be off with the slow mode all right let's oh is that why things are show let me just do that sorry let me just uh oh lord oh lord how do i take off the slow mode (laughs) oh you know what while i'm here let's toss out some lemons what do you think shall we shall we shall we let's distribute some rewards yes indeed that's what we shall do all right here we go um uh, does anybody know how to take off the slow mode? Oh, I bet you it's here. Hang on. Uh moderator. Show timestamp chat room setting. Uh, real quiet. <laughs> <laughs> hang on, hang on. We'll get there. oh yeah we go. Yeah, we'll take the slow mode off. Okay, slow mode's down to five seconds all right. So isn't that wild though? Isn't that wild? You can be a hobo. So Yeah, congratulations, everyone who got some lemons. Appreciate that. Manfreedomain.com forward slash donate. That would be uh that would be great. So yeah, it's pretty wild. Now, if he goes (laughs) it's just amazing, right? If he goes from six foot two to six foot four, so six foot four, he's got four and a half inches off the median, which is sixty-two thousand five hundred a year. If he's 6 foot 4, he has to make $51,000 a year less and he's as attractive, right? Isn't that wild? He's 51,000 less. In other words, he goes from needing to make 62 so the guy who's 5'11 and a half needs to make 62,500 for a woman to be attractiveness level whatever eight. But for the 6 foot 4 guy, he only has to make $11,500 a year to Be equivalent. So the guy who's 5'11 and a half has to make an additional $51,000 just to be equivalent to the six foot four guy. But it goes, it gets even worse. Six foot six guy, <laughs> a six foot six guy can can make $63,000 less. And, and, and a woman finds him as attractive as. The five foot, 11 and a half guy. So let's put this in, in context, right? <laughs> let's put this in context. So a guy who needs to make $62,500 a year if he's, if he's five, 11 and a half, for him to be as equivalently attractive to a woman, a woman will pay him $500 a year if he's six foot six. He doesn't have to make any money. In fact, a woman will be happy to pay him $500 a year because he needs minus sixty minus 63, but the starting point is 62.5. I mean, I think I'm reading that correctly. Six foot 10, um, I guess at, at this point, uh, it, it, it peaks out, right? Because it doesn't go any higher than minus 63. So isn't that wild? So my friend who was five foot six needed to make hundred and seventy-five thousand dollars extra a year to be equivalent to me—that's jaw-dropping. I will put the uh, I will put the link here, right? But that's that's completely jaw-dropping. Here's the link in case you want to have a look at these numbers directly. So, a guy who's five foot two has to make over a quarter million dollars extra per year, not net worth per year. So he's got to make uh, two point seven million dollars extra over a decade, just to be equivalent to a 5'11 and a half guy. Now, whether it's because women like taller guys to nestle up to, whether it makes them feel physically safe, or whether they like wearing heels, Asian men must make at least $202,000 more than their white counterparts given same weight, same personality. Is that right? Wow. Wow. Isn't that wild, though? That is brutal. That is brutal. And one guy said, uh, lol i need 265 thousand dollars extra just to have a relationship f my life well unfortunately that means not f your life a six foot six guy is allowed to earn nothing <laughs> nothing uh now a woman's income doesn't matter that much right just doesn't matter that much and it's also for looks as well right so if you divide looks into a decile, right? So there's 10%, bottom 10%, 20%, right? So if the man is in the bottom 10% of looks, the additional income he needs to make is $186,000 a year. Isn't that wild? If he's in the 20%, bottom 20% of looks, or sorry he's if he's 10 to 20% in looks he needs to make $169,000 a year 20 to 30 000, 30 to 40 000, 50 to 60 000, 60 to 70 000, 60 to 70 000, 80 to 90 000, 90 sorry uh 70 to 80 000, 80 to ninety, twenty five thousand. and if he's in the top 10% he doesn't need to make extra at all isn't that amazing isn't that amazing just brutal just brutal now here's the thing right so what's wild about this as a whole and we'll get to the course in a sec but what's wild about this as a whole is that oh yeah so listen if you're tall if you're tall you're lucky it's it's really pathetic to to claim superiority because of height like i just just wanted to point that out you're just lucky and here's the thing if you build your self-esteem on accidental luck you're kind of a terrible human being i just like i just wanted to point that out you're just you're kind of a terrible human being because you're taking vanity in something you didn't earn you're thinking you're better because of something you didn't earn. And, you know, we always hear these talk about bigotry and prejudice and so on. What we don't talk about, this is brutal stuff, the height, the looks. Now, a man can do something about his looks. You know, you can you can work out. You can, um, uh, well, basically you can work out. You can weigh less and so on. There's some things that you can do about your looks. Make sure you have nice teeth, good oral hygiene, that kind of stuff, right? But we don't talk about the unbelievable bigotry of women towards short guys, like staggering levels of bigotry. Can you imagine if there was a hirer, somebody who hired someone in a corporation who said, well, if you're black, you need to pay me $317,000 to give you a job, right? I mean, that would be incredibly bigoted. If you were black, you got to bribe some guy, whatever, to get a job. Or if you were a woman, you had to bribe some guy. To 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 get a job, but short guys have to bribe women to get dates. Like a, this is straight up unbelievable bigotry against short guys and tall guys. You know what's the old joke about? It's a tall guy. He's got a um, uh, he's got a card that he hands out, right? And it goes something like, uh, uh, "No, I don't play basketball." Yes, the weather is fine up here, and all that. So I'm tall, like so this, all the common questions. So tall guys are just, you're just born lucky, and I, I get all of that, right? And so if you're tall, and I'm, I think, what's the average, 5'10", or something like that? I'm slightly above average. Uh, and, you know, good posture helps a lot, too, because a tall guy who slouches looks, to me, at least less attractive than a short guy with a good posture. <laughs> but holy crap. I mean, this amount of, of, of bigotry and rejection for a guy through no fault of his own just happens to be short that's really sad the halo effect applies to tall folks as well oh yeah in general in conflict the the tall becomes ridiculous right then the the tall yeah somebody's saying it, at some point tall becomes goofy that would be at least six five and, and a guy a friend of mine named chris when I, when I knew when he was a teenager he was tall i think he was about six foot five or something like that and a really great really great guy um, things actually didn't go too well for Moon's life and one of the reasons was because he was so tall what did he get he got knee issues plus tall guys tend not to live as long because their heart has to work harder to pump the blood around and all that's one of the reasons why women live on average seven years longer than men so um yeah taller people have and he had he had knee problems i remember we used to go to see movies and i thought we went to go and see a movie together it was a comedy and he was I thought he was laughing so hard he was crying, but just the way he had to sit and couldn't find he had to sit always on the edge and, and stretch out his knees because his knees were just killing him, just killing him. And um, so we we don't talk enough about the incredible prejudice against short people. You know, like there's that old song, short people got no reason to live. I mean, come on, that's that's just awful. I mean, I know it was kind of a half-comedy song and all of that, but the amount of prejudice shown by women against short guys is not talked about in society and it really should be because there are some you know fantastic wonderful i mean there was a what was there a sex in the city where there was this really confident hedge trader or bond trader or something and he's sitting in the bar and he gets off and he's really short and the woman's like oh right and it's considered to be like a guy can't help his height like a woman who's overweight she can do something about it um this makes me worried to marry a short girl because my son will have to put up with this BS. Well, it's um, my wife is uh, five; she's just a little under five too, so she's uh, she's a, a wife compact edition. Uh, I have a friend; she's four foot eleven, but won't date guys under five eleven. Well, sure, because there's that whole status thing. Like, if uh, for a guy to go with a fat girl, it's like you know that's an indication usually of very low self esteem, and I think for a woman, there's that issue of I can't get a tall guy. And therefore, um, that's what I have to settle with, right? Uh, There's an old Tom Likas. Tom Lycas used to always say this when he'd get some guy calling in complaining that his wife or his girlfriend was fat. Tom Lycas would always accurately predict that the guy didn't make much money. You know, if you want to keep your wife slender, best thing to do is to make some decent coin and she'll (laughs) rise to the competition, right? So yeah, it's um, unbelievably brutal. So here's the, I mean, this is a terrible thing. We don't talk enough about the relentless, staggering catastrophic catastrophic bigotry against shorter guys and i mean it's truly astonishing when you think that you know an inch look no, half an inch literally half an inch height is a thirty two thousand dollar a year gap requirement half an inch height that's nothing that's nothing half an inch height so if you're um sorry it, it's uh let's see half an inch height is is um yeah eight thousand sorry eight thousand dollar a year difference sorry five ten to six foot there's two inches is a thirty two thousand dollar gap from five eleven to six foot is eight thousand dollars now i wonder eight thousand dollar difference in other words a six foot tall guy can can make $8,000 less, and he's considered just as attractive as 5'11 and a half. I mean, that's a round-up kind of situation. I mean, put on a pair of sneakers and stand straight, and you've made it, right? So this is truly brutal. And I wonder what it would be before the welfare state. Now, listen, I get all of this stuff, right? I get that um, in the past, a tall guy, strong genetics, and he can fight for you, and he can defend you, and he intimidates, and tall guys can often make more money. It's kind of like the with hair guys, like ever since there's been television, a bald guy has never become president. And 90% of men are balding by their 60s, right? Which is generally when the president thing kicks in. And uh, I mean, the, the staggering prejudice against bald guys in in politics is truly astonishing. And uh, you've, you've eliminated 90% of the talent pool because people won't vote for a bald guy. You know, and it's funny because people said, oh, Steph, you should get into politics and so on. And it's like, you know, the bald guys, just because we have a completely stupid population as a whole at the moment, a bald guy can't win in politics, which is, again, by the time you get to political maturity in your early 60s, 90% of men are balding and you just, you can't, you can't win. I mean, isn't that amazing? Through no fault of your own, right? Being bald is just genetic thing, right? Through no fault of your own, 90% plus of men are simply out of political candidacy so you're dealing with usually less than 10 percent of qualified candidates and then you expect to get a good president i mean come on right you knock 90 percent of anybody out of the running for completely inconsequential reasons right i mean it's just hair or it's just protein growing out of your scalp whether it's there or not right so that is Let's see here. My super tall, muscly friend with face tattoos says he's been with three hundred or more women. I believe him. So he's basically just a feminist creation machine, right?
1: <sighs>
0: Let's see here. Uh, people in school used to call my father short stuff. The malnutrition made him short. Yeah, I'm sorry about that. But that's because the the brain will uh, the the body will always protect height, uh, dispose of height to protect the brain. Uh, genes are crazy. All my family, including my mom, five foot ten and over. But me, nope. Five foot four. Oh, that's from Julie. Yeah, yeah. Being fat indicates laziness. So of course the left would defend fat people. Yeah, yeah. Tall women suffer because they can't find taller guys, and tiny short women get top dollar as spinners. I am now frightened but curious to find out what a spinner is. I did. Yeah, I dated a woman who was taller than me once, um, and it's funny too because she was she was she was tall man. She was like I don't know six three or something like that, right? I didn't particularly mind. Um, but I, I dated her and we had a couple She's she was a nice, nice girl. We, we had a couple of dates, she had a good conversationalist, but then she, you know, we got to sort of prior, prior dating, right. And, you know, told a little bit about our stories. And she said, she said, I remember this story very clearly. She said, uh, yeah, I was, I was living with a guy two and a half years, two and a half. I thought we were like getting along so well. I, th- I mean, I thought maybe we'd get married or, or something we be head, maybe heading in that direction. Anyway, I come home from work one day and he's just, he's just gone. And I said, what, like Kim gone or him and his stuff gone? He's like, yeah, she's like, he, he, he packed everything up. He, he, he said he was going to work. I guess he doubled back and he just, he'd packed everything up and he just, he was just gone, just gone. Everything. And he blocked me and and I never was able to contact, couldn't get in contact with him again. No email, no nothing. Just completely vanished from my life. And then later I found out, she said, "Ah, he didn't even forward the mail. He'd been planning this for a while. He just, just beamed out, man. I remember that phrase. She said, he just beamed out of my life, right? And I said, well, do you have any idea what happened? She said, no, no idea. I have no idea what the issue was. No, I didn't, didn't say there were any problems. Didn't seem that there were any problems. We seemed to be getting along, but he just. So I didn't date her again. I mean, I think that's pretty obvious, right? Didn't, didn't date him again, right? Do you think the half-saving medicines are any good? Uh, I know some of them can cause infertility, and uh, I don't think that's that's pretty good. I don't think that's good at all. All uh, right. A bit Biden is bald. Another indication of election fraud. No, 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 he's got, he's had hair plugs since like the 80s or something like that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. People in North Korea are slightly shorter than the South. Yes, that's right. That's right. Ancient Greeks or Romans must have great anti-balding genes or those with hair survive history. Oh, a spinner is a petite girl that you can spin around during the act. All right. No, so, I mean, so bald... You know, the question is, why has bald survived in men but not in women, right? And uh, I, I think the answer is, is a couple of things. Uh, bald is an indication of higher testosterone uh, and therefore can be a sign of greater aggression. And, of course, also remember when you'd be in fights and sword fights and so on before they were barbers and so on, people had their hair pretty long. Uh, it could actually be pretty bad uh, to, uh, to have hair in those kinds of fights. So it could actually be a, a benefit in sort of hand-to-hand combat. So... Somebody says, I've been taking finasteride, no side effects on my end for hair loss. No, and I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. I remember many years ago when I first started balding, I looked into hair transplants and I was like, nope, no, that's no good. And um, I don't, I don't miss it. I mean, it's an interesting question, right? If a woman won't date you because you're bald, do you want her? Do you want her? I don't know. Because, you know, you're probably going to go bald sooner or later anyway, so... Um, And the other thing I wanted to mention about this too, which is pretty wild, is don't women complain about being objectified? (laughs) I mean, don't women complain about being objectified? I I can't believe that they just view our physical characteristics and just being objectified. It's like, hello, you're willing to pay, are you willing to accept $32,000 a year less for an inch and a half? Oh, for, for two for, and yeah, two inches two inches from five or ten to six foot two six foot. Sorry six foot zero for two extra inches You're willing to give up thirty two thousand dollars a year so Somebody says as a short man full of hair, I would gladly trade all of my hair for more height uh, Somebody says it's critical race theory and the 1619 project a form of communism. Yeah, it's communist subversion. Yeah completely Listening to your philosophical parenting podcast, we have an 11-month-old. Is there any? Is there a particular book, Read Peaceful Parenting, that you like? Um, parent effectiveness training is not bad at all. It's not bad at all. Would you date a bald woman? I would not. Some guys overcompensate when they're short. I have uh, an old friend that is five foot. I've seen him kick the crap out of dudes one and a half, inch, one and a half foot taller than him. Yeah, that's the um, of mice and men thing, right? Of mice and men thing. So this is the wild thing, right? That, that women complain that they're objectified and yet if you look at something like the difference between five foot and six six women women are willing to give up almost four hundred thousand dollars a year for completely unearned height situations right like just happen to be tall happen to be short right i mean i i hugely sympathize with the short guys out there, because it is brutal, and it is it is pretty rough. And I just, uh, I really have a lot of contempt, not not so much for the fact that women have this perspective, but the fact that society doesn't talk about it, women won't admit it, and it's just so dumb. And And that women complain about being objectified, come on, absolutely give me a complete and total break. Bro, women like men that look good too. Arguably men are more vain in the looks department. Women might like men that look good too. Well, that's a big brained addition to a podcast where I just went through all the statistics about how women prefer good looking men. So thank you very much for joining late and thinking you're adding something by stating the blindingly obvious. <laughs> you must come into a room with all the lights on and say, hey, I should turn on the light. Very helpful. Senator Duckworth said she would not vote for any straight white person for any of Biden's appointments. Whites could not get away with that. Now, of course. Yeah, of course. Look, the whole point is, is that uh, straight white males vote Republican. Straight white males vote Republican. So, of course, they get a bit prejudiced. prejudice. I mean, they, they want to reliably... the Pattern recognition is pretty clear, right? Is getting your kids into MMA a violation of peaceful parenting? Um, I would never in a million years put a child of mine into mixed martial arts like I just wouldn't do it I just wouldn't do it I just wouldn't do it all right uh, I'm like five foot six and I get slighted a bit for my height whatever no it's why wouldn't I put them in because why would you want to put them in situations where they're hit and being hit I don't I don't understand I've managed to go through my whole life never being in a fist fight. I mean, why why would you want them to be hit and being hit? And yes, immune mutation points out, your kids could get brain damage from taking hits. They could end up with joint issues. It just takes one guy. I know a guy, he's in his 60s. He had an injury in his 20s from volleyball, and he had just had to have his knee replaced. So, would this mean that short guys are smarter? I don't know what the issue is with that. Not a bad idea to teach children self-defense. Uh... No, just teach them how to avoid fights, number one, and teach them about crypto, and they'll do much better for themselves. They can hire security guards much better, much better. What about Brazilian jiu-jitsu? I don't know. Is there some reason why you want your children to hit and others and be hit back? I just don't quite understand. (laughs) I mean, if you want, I mean, sports, I love, you know, getting my daughter into sports has been a great, great pleasure. So sports, fitness, exercise, fantastic. Hitting and being hit? I don't know, man seems kind of ap you know if that makes if that makes sense um can you tell us about the history of totalitarian regimes trying to rid the population of firearms well sure yeah i mean every time the government wants to take away your guns the people in charge are basically saying that you'd be tempted to shoot them for whatever they're about to do next so yeah it's really really sad bjj is not striking it also doesn't come with the dangers of striking arts okay well i don't know i don't know anything about that Never in a fight, really. It's always good to avoid it. You should defend yourself if necessary. Why would you? Why would I want to be in a fight? I mean, seriously, are you, are you crazy? Why on earth would you want to be in a fist fight? That's like the worst idea in the world. And and the world is full of bad. That's a, one of the worst ideas. Do never, ever, ever, ever get into a fist fight if it can even remotely and possibly be avoided. It can go so wrong so quickly. You have no idea who you're fighting. Did you see that football player who was picking on some guy and his buddy and the guy happened to be a mixed martial arts guy who just pounded the guy and and the football player like almost lost an eye. You can get brain damage, you can get spinal damage, you can die, you can get a concussion, you can get brain swelling, you can get hemorrhages. For God's sakes, like people, stop with this false tough guy bullshit. Stay away from fights like they're the plague, because they are. Let's say you hit some guy, he falls, he hits his head, he dies, and you go to jail for 10 years for manslaughter. Was that worth it? Do you feel like a tough guy now? Come on. And also, if you're a white guy, you obviously want to avoid getting in fights with people who aren't, well, you want to get involved, avoid getting in fights with anyone, but if you get involved in a fight with a minority, then you're a KKK racist Minority beating bigot, and you're, you're done. And you're, like, you are you got to be kidding. Are you crazy? You don't get involved in physical fights in any way, shape, or form. And I say this knowing some people who really know how to fight, and that that's the first thing they'll tell you. If anybody's really competent, they'll say, oh, my God, that's for, like, the gym. Like, I'd never get involved in a physical fight. You never know who's got a friend who's got a knife. You never know. You never know. Someone could bite you who's got a, a disease. Like, oh, my God. For the sake of saying, well, I was a tough guy and I hit a guy. Oh no, 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 no. Not in a million years. Not in a million years. Not in a million years. Don't do it. Uh let's see here. If a commie attacks you, no communists don't attack you. They wait till they have control of the state first. They're not they're not courageous people. Alright. The legal consequences are a whole other factor. They're not a whole other factor. That's the whole factor. <laughs> no one here is proposing starting random fistfights. No, I'm I'm telling you, run away, run away. If somebody starts picking on you, you you blend into the crowd. You go to a security guard. You find an exit. You just get out. It's not worth it. I'm telling you, it's not worth it. It's not worth it. Um. Let's say uh, you get into a fight with someone, there's no footage, and oh, oh dear, oh, too bad, his daddy's a lawyer, and you get sued into oblivion, and you spend the next three or four or five years with hundreds of thousands of dollars of legal costs. Is that worth it? Really? Is that worth it? Good Lord. Men like to brag about fighting and shame those as pussies that don't fight for being smarter. It's a toxic aspect of male culture. Oh, God, yeah. Oh, my God. I mean, uh, people, you've never been in a fight? Like, that's a bad thing. (laughs) You've never been in a fight? Well, I guess I was in one fight when I finally hit back at my mom when I, I guess, was about 12 or 13, and I finally hit her back. And I was like, yeah, we're done with that. We're done with that shit now, mom, right? So no, I mean, my God, my God. And, And you can almost always get out of a fight. Look, if you have to roll yourself in a ball and cry like a girl and then get up and walk away, the idea that you'd feel shame about this, it's like, I just got away from a dangerous situation. Like if you if a bear attacks you and you play dead and then the bear wanders off and doesn't rip your fucking scalp off, do you feel like I'm an idiot? Oh, I should have fought the bear. No, you crazy. Don't do it. You're right; it's a bad idea. Says old school grammar. I've seen friends in the hospital for it. I'm saying that you should do everything to avoid it. If you have to, well, um, but just I don't. I mean, I don't understand. I mean, just don't go. Don't be in situations. Don't be around people. Just don't be in those situations. Don't tough it out, don't put our vibes, like just don't do it. Don't do it, my God. What if Antifa attack? You need MMA. In Austria the guys who subdued a terrorist attacker were MMA fighters. Um yeah, uh, for sure, for sure. Look, if, if um uh in in Austria um there was I guess a terrorist attacker, MMA fighters. Okay, good. So the MMA fighters probably spent what, five thousand hours studying that stuff in which they weren't reading books, they weren't sharpening their minds, they weren't expanding their personal skills, their social skills, their market market skills, their value. So I mean, what? For for the for the possibility you spend five thousand hours or six thousand hours doing this fairly mindless stuff. For for what possibility that you're gonna see a terrorist in the act and subdue him? Come on, you you more you've more likelihood of winning the lottery for God's sakes. I mean this has gotta be ridiculous, right? If Antifa attacks so if Antifa attack and you fight back Uh, The likelihood is that you'll get charged and they'll walk. And you just have to look at the differences between what's happened in Portland where Antifa are regularly getting charges dismissed versus what happened in the capital when MAGA grannies wandering around are getting charged with everything in their, their story, right? So if you're a store owner and the trouble comes to you and insurance is expensive. I've seen fights go bad real fast. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. How would you help someone who stutters? I stutter a little bit and my sister struggles as well. I don't know. If it's physiological, I would you'd need a speech therapist. Um, but I would look at whether you were whether you have a resistance to speaking. In other words, were you punished for speaking the truth or for speaking your mind when you were younger? So what happened in YouTube? They cut you out with no reason. Yes, they did. They certainly did. Uh, no warnings, no strikes, no nothing. Right? Not worth fighting. Are you a man or a mouse? Put some cheese in front of me, and we will find out. Okay, that's rather ending. Nobody's brain damaging me in some cringe fist fight. Oh yeah, can you imagine? So. People who who are really interested in in starting fights, I know you guys aren't talking about, people who are really interested, they're low IQ people. They're low IQ people. Do you think I'm going to put the treasure of my brain at the mercy of some guy with an IQ of 90 and have him lop off 20 points of IQ from my top? (laughs) I don't think so. There's a funny video online where a guy starts fights, then pulls down his pants and the guys run away. When you're cornered and have to fight for life or property skills and guns are useful. Well, um, you you could, see, you could spend a couple of thousand hours learning how to, and and learning the law, and learning how to fight, or what you could do is you could spend, uh, I don't know, a couple of dozen hours learning Bitcoin and the blockchain, learning how to invest, and then move to a neighborhood where people don't fight, or a gated neighborhood, or a, you know, come on, man, there's, uh, like, there's tons of options in life. Street fight videos are terrifying. People slammed upside down on their head. Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Oh, my God. Now it's brutal. What about after the Western fiat currency collapses? Don't we need physical prowess? Survival won't be so easy then. Or you can invest in in Bitcoin and other things and you can end up getting to a place where um, it's safer. Let's see here. Jesse Lee Peterson has some extreme conclusions about forgiveness. Yes, that is correct. Do you think Trump's social media site will succeed? I don't know what your definition of succeed is. I mean, Trump seems to be pretty keen on Defining success is that which makes him money, with the exception of the presidency, of course. So, yeah, Bitcoin is on sale today, right? Bitcoin is down, 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 baby. Six thousand, sixty-six thousand six hundred and forty-nine dollars 52 cents. Do you know, in, in the US, do you remember how many weeks it's been since Bitcoin was 20k? Anybody? Uh, does anybody uh, remember how many weeks it's been? since bitcoin was only 20k cuz people are like oh my god bitcoin is down and it's down it's down 3 grand in 24 hours yeah that's uh, that's down but um, uh, it's only been 14 weeks since bitcoin was 20k <laughs> it's only been 14 weeks since bitcoin was $20,000 and people are saying it's down are you kidding me look at the um, look at the 6 month for bitcoin <laughs> look at the 6 6 months for bitcoin <laughs> people are like oh it's down oh my god it's so funny i still stick by 100k by the summer that's my that's my prediction all right uh so just wanted to point that out i have uh certainly other things to chat about but um if you guys want to talk i'm happy to do that uh if you have uh, verbal questions i've tried to sort of balance the audio here so let me start up my um Let me just ask people if they have uh, questions here. Voice questions here. Sorry, I've got uh, voice questions here. Let me see. Uh, I'm just trying to figure out. I just did this too. And now can I remember it? I certainly can't, but I'm sure I will find it. Ah, uh, there we go. No, no, that's that's voice dictation in here. It's somewhere around. It's somewhere around. I'm not a Christian, but my friend keeps asking me to go to church. I don't see many good ways to make friends with or meet women. Should I go? Uh, I think so. Yeah, I think so. Uh, it's better to have somebody with the right values and the wrong methodology than the wrong values and the wrong methodology. All right, uh, let me just go here. Sorry, I just i um, should remember how to do this. Yet somehow, I just plain don't. So let me just get this uh, sorted out. It's not the most user-friendly site in the known universe. But we will find it. We will find it, I tell you, my friends. We will find a way to get the Telegram chat going. Uh, uh-huh. All right, somewhere in here. Boy, there's lots of managed groups here. Uh, does anybody know how to do it? Anybody? <laughs> anybody remember how to do it? Yeah, it would go higher even than 100K. Don't be a fool. Oh, do you mean by the summer or, or at some other time? Ah, start voice chat. S. Dun-dun-dun. All right, so uh, if you are, you are live. All right, so if you are on the Telegram and you wanted to give me a chitty-chatty bing-bang, please do, do so if you dare. Do so if you dare. All right, so I'll just wait for somebody to uh, drop in. We've started that uh where's everyone gone did everyone go over to uh to the live stream channel by the way by the way uh, is there anyone here who has worked much with the app Sphinx uh it's a it's a chat app it's a voice and video chat app uh, that runs on the lightning network on blockchain and it also allows podcasters to receive scraps of satoshi uh, for people listening to the to the shows so uh, if anybody has, uh, that would be interesting. Interesting. All right. Biden is bull for Bitcoin. Oh yeah, the Biden booth for Bitcoin is not to be underestimated. Not to be under. It's a pretty good. Um, uh, it's a pretty good consolation prize for a truly hinky election, right? Wouldn't you say? Wouldn't you say? I think it is. I think it is. All right. So who's in here? Um if you want to unmute yourself with a couple of people in the voice chat, if you want to unmute yourself, you got questions, issues, comments. If you wanted to also to if the person who wanted to talk about stuttering, um, I'm happy to talk about that, uh, if if that helps. And let me just Yo, what's up? Hey, how's it going, man? Hello. Good Uh you were there and now you're not. Who? Uh, yes. Who who just said who? Go for it. Oh, me. Sensor Anon. All right. Nice to meet you. What's on your mind, brother?
2: Oh, uh, actually, uh, I didn't have anything in particular in my mind right now. Well, oh, right. uh, actually, you know, I, I wrote a script on uh, Marilyn Manson recently. Have you ever had a chance to look at that guy?
0: Oh, my God. I mean, so... So Marilyn Manson is a shock rocker, a goth rocker. Now, you look at this guy, and he looks like uh, somebody turned a space alien into a hemorrhoid ointment. And Uh it really is absolutely brutal and appalling. Turns out, not so funny story, he's now being accused of unbelievable levels of toxic violence and abuse and degradation in his relationships, to which... One can only look at a picture of the guy and say, well, fucking duh. <laughs> like the guy know, could it's not advertise crazy. What a, what a horrible human being is and how dysfunctional. He could not advertise more than that. If he set himself on fire and currently chewed on a Wuhan bat in front of a group of schoolchildren. Uh, yeah, okay. He's quite intelligent. Why do I care? Right? Yeah, yeah Alice Cooper is better than Marilyn the- Manson. Yeah, Alice Cooper goes to Marilyn Manson and says, oh, really? You're using eyeliner and you're a female name. Wow, that's totally original, man! So he
2: hides behind the you know the it's just art, bro, argument, but that doesn't stand up when people point out the uh, the morally reprehensible nature of his work. I'm really I've glad never listened that
0: I like, I've don't. I have no idea what his mm-hmm. music is like. I have no idea what uh, what he does musically. Although I'm pretty sure mm-hmm. that uh, it's uh, it's pretty appalling. But yeah, so people are like, I oh, you know, I got involved with this. Uh, unbelievably dysfunctional guy who wears you know black lipstick and uh you know skull death face paint and and eyeliner and uh you know turns out he was a bit of an oddball it's like oh my god well, yeah, yeah, maybe he's yeah. tall. <laughs> maybe he's tall, and, th- and that's th- what does I think it for
2: ladies. Like, I think he's like 6'1". He's like 6'1", or something like that. Well, and that.
0: wealthy, and, and famous. Mm. And this is what, um, to go back to uh, Tom Likas, right? Tom Lycus used to talk about this, because Tom Likas, I, I'm, he was the first guy to admit, he looked like two and a half miles of bad road. Like, he was overweight, he was bald. <laughs> and, and and he said, yeah, but I'm, I'm wealthy, and I'm famous. And he could get, I think he was into Latina women. But uh, he said, yeah, I can get a different woman every night. No problem. No problem whatsoever. So, yeah. So what are your thoughts on uh, – uh, oh, plus, he, he, he's like, he calls himself voluntarily by the last name of a serial killer. I mean, my yes. God. My, his, it's like, it's like a band being Hitler. Yeah. You know, it's like the guy, yeah. he completely advertises that he's completely psycho. He voluntarily takes the name of a serial killer and then people are like, you know what? He was abusive. I'm like, oh, yeah. <laughs> how on earth can I help help you with that? That's just too bizarre. But sorry, go ahead. No, exactly. Yeah,
2: he he called himself Marilyn uh, Manson because, like Marilyn, I believe he was naming himself after Marilyn Monroe. Yeah, yeah, And then Manson, yeah, after the serial killer. It, his whole idea was like he wanted to do the opposites or something like that. Yeah, yeah. And but even then, like. Marilyn uh, Marilyn Monroe wasn't that much better off but my whole thing about them I was about uh, Marilyn Manson was that like I I wrote a script called Inflicting Your Trauma on the World right yeah. and it, it's basically where I kind of like go back into his history because you know there, there's a lot of people that are huge fans of Marilyn Manson but they don't know like this pivotal aspect of his entire life and that's when he was a child he was like repeatedly sexually molested by
0: uh, a neighbor of his a male neighbor well of course he was and i, I yeah. don't say that with with uh, any contempt i mean i don't think he's dealing very well with his trauma <laughs> to put it that mildly but oh, no, i can no, no, completely no, no. understand that that's what happened
2: yeah yeah and uh because of like because of this reason right he was raised in a religious environment with parents who, who call, call themselves Christians, and, you know, I say that call themselves Christians because I don't really think that if you if you put your child in a situation where, you know, they're vulnerable to this kind of attack, then they're not really good Christian parents, are they?
0: No, they're uh, not. And do you know if his parents were married or separated? They they were married, yes. They were married, right?
2: Yeah, but so his he dad was a had, traveling he a bad, salesman.
0: He had a bad enough relationship with his parents that... The pedophile or pedophiles knew for sure that he wasn't going to run and tell them and that the pedophile wasn't going to go to jail. Because every time a pedophile acts on their evil lusts, they're taking their life into their hands. Because if they pick the wrong child and the child runs to the parents, tells what happened, the parents go to the cops, the pedophile goes to jail, the pedophile is likely to die in jail, right? They get killed, right? Precisely.
1: Jeffrey Dahmer Precisely. had
0: very – sorry, Jeffrey Dahmer, sorry, just wanted to point out somebody says, Jeffrey Dahmer mm-hmm. had very nice parents and a pleasant childhood. Go figure Okay, if if you believe a guy who literally cannibalizes strangers he finds on the street, chews them up and spits them out, and you believe what he says about his childhood, I don't know how to help you. Because, you know, I've got to tell you, if you're a literal cannibal, the odds of you telling the truth about your childhood, pretty low. I mean, come on, man. (laughs) Yeah, precisely. You know what's crazy
2: about me is that he, like, in all of his interviews, and in, in a lot of his interviews, and in a lot of his uh, like documentaries, he always goes on about how he's like rebelling against the system. He's going to fight against the system. Yet he won't do the simplest thing in the world, and that's call out his parents because later in his life he came back to his dad, back to his mom, and basically praised them, loved them, yeah. wh- uh, or quote unquote loved them, worshipped them, and and you know and protected the the very uh, protected them from the very. You know contempt that they absolutely needed the judgment that he poured all over western culture all over the church marilyn all over him. religion you know he wouldn't pour that on his parents when it when that that responsibility belonged to them
0: that is uh, that is very true and so uh, as of the latest uh, that i've seen at least 15 women including the actor evan rachel wood have made accusations against marilyn mansell that include sexual assault and psychological abuse Yep. And um, yeah, his real name is Brian Warner. So two male right. security guards filed lawsuits against Manson in the early 2000s, accused, accusing him of sexually assaulting them at his concerts by rubbing his crotch on their heads without consent. The charges were dismissed in one case, and Marilyn reached a private settlement on the other. The Westworld actor, Evelyn Rachel Wood, accused Manson of grooming her when she was a teenager and horrifically abusing her for several years. The pair met in 2006 when she was 18 and he was 36. Hey, still better than Woody Allen. They dated yeah. on and off until 2010. And, uh, yeah, she, she's just accusing him of the most horrendous stuff. And that seems, uh, you know, I hate to say sort of par for the course, but just look at the guy. Come on. He's, it's it's he's, not uh, surprising he, he throws out all what, these uh, warning signs. What, he seems to have become what what, uh, what he despised. He seems to have grown into the persona Uh, of abuse that uh, harmed him as a child. And uh, part of his uh, sadism is to praise his parents. Because when you look at the guy, you say, holy crap, that's a monstrously bad childhood. It's the same thing that Jeffrey Dahmer did when Jeffrey Dahmer was talking about uh, Mm. how great his parents were. It's to make the world incomprehensible. Because if Marilyn uh, Manson says, oh, yeah, I was sexually abused as a child, and you say that's what happened, and I believe you for that, right? If he says, oh, yeah, I was sexually abused as a child, and uh, you know, I'm I'm failing to deal with this agony. Well, first of all, he'd be a lot healthier as a human being because he'd actually tell the fucking truth. But also, the world would be comprehensible to people, right? And Precisely. if you look at someone like Jim Morrison, Jim Morrison, uh, you know, famously accused of, of flashing his genitals, and a famous man whore, and a drug addict, and, and an alcoholic, and so on, it's like, well, yeah, he was sexually abused as a child, and his mother did nothing. Look at Marilyn Monroe. We get Marilyn Manson, Marilyn Monroe um she had this persona of the sex part that she just turned on and off she had terrible health issues terrible personal hygiene and she herself was sexually abused as a child she was bounced from foster home to foster home to orphanage sexually abused brutally went to the woman uh whose house she was staying in the woman did nothing about it so yeah there's a lot of anger towards society and i understand that anger for sure for sure um oh yeah,
2: can you imagine yeah, yeah being surrounded by ton- can you imagine like being surrounded by tons and tons of people, being sent to a Christian school and then like, you know, the top the top uh thing that you're being told is basically completely irrelevant to you. Stop listening to rock music. That stuff's bad for you. But you've just been molested, so it's kind of like, you know, that's it's kind of like a screwed up situation to be in.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh, of course, of course he is a, a disturbed and, you know, by these reports, violent and abusive individual. I mean, how how on earth is that not obvious from his music and his like, how have we literally got like we've got we've got tigers in the house and everybody thinks that they're kittens. Like literal, the, the guy is completely and blatantly advertising how unbelievably screwed up he is. And then women get involved with the guy and it's like, wow, it turns out he's pretty toxic. <laughs> These these people have a death
2: wish. They have a death wish. They get involved with people that they know that are going to be bad for them, and, and they choose to overlook these extremely negative qualities because this is, uh, because, uh, I don't know, they've just been taught not to see in front past their own nose. That's what it seems well, like Well, it's
0: also hypergamy, right? Because they get a lot of secondary ego gratification from being with a rich, famous guy and, and all of that. Somebody's reminded, didn't Steph say before, that anger at the system is often anger for authority figures that you don't want to confront? Yeah, yeah, for sure. For sure.
2: <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. And, and here's another thing that's crazy about um, Marilyn Manson is that I, I actually heard a lot of this stuff from interviews that he's given. This is where I heard that he was sexually molested by a neighbor because this is based on interviews I've given. But if you go to his Wikipedia page or there's even something called the Manson Wiki, right, and you look in his early life, there's no mention of sexual, uh, childhood sexual trauma. But there is mention, like, where he's actually mentioned it himself in a few interviews. Like, there's an interview by The Guardian in 2007 where he mentions it.
0: Right. No, uh, I get all of that for sure. And they don't... I mean, Wikipedia, uh, if they have any possibility to... um, If they have any possibility to to say something useful and helpful, uh, they will... um, absolutely uh avoid that uh uh, like crazy and i mean if you look at the people who founded wikipedia and some of the early activity of wikipedia with regards to um uh childhood exploitation uh, images and so on it's not uh not particularly good not particularly Uh, not particularly of course of course
2: and if you're uh, interested in seeing some of my sources i actually did put uh, i did make this video uh, and called inflicting your trauma on the world, which in which I do talk about Marilyn Manson, and it's on my channel, censored, and on the same name.
0: All right, I appreciate that. Thank you. Um, w- what's in the uh, what's in the background? There, mm-hmm. some budgies.
2: Oh, I'm sorry. I'm no, outside. no, it's fine. I like it. I, like <laughs> it. I had a budgie
0: when I was a teenager. I named her Laura after the uh, girl in um, um there was Tennessee Williams play, Glass Menagerie. But uh, no, I I love the sound. I think it's uh, I think it's nice. It's a long way from Canada, so I appreciate that.
2: I'm surprised you can identify the bird so easily.
0: <laughs> well, as I said, I had one, so uh, they're <laughs> lovely. All right. Uh, anything else that you wanted to mention? Uh, yeah, if you want to shoot me some sources, I think that'd be great, if you don't mind.
2: Yeah, sure. Um, I, I guess I would have to send them through uh, the email one night.
0: Yeah, yeah, operations at freedomain.com. Sure, I can do that. All right, I'll also so. send you a link to the video that I made. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Uh, thanks. So somebody's asked me, have I talked about Elon selling Teslas with Bitcoin already? Yeah, so Elon Musk is selling um, Bit- uh, Teslas for Bitcoin. And not only is he selling Teslas for Bitcoin, he's not even converting the fiat currency or the cuck bucks into, he's not converting the Bitcoin into fiat. He's actually got his open source, the, the, the servers, the nodes, the processors. And if you buy a Tesla with Bitcoin, he's keeping the Bitcoin. He's not transferring it. To, he doesn't need to, right? He doesn't to transfer it to cash. So I think that's, that's pretty wild. Since we're on bitcoin stuff, a couple of things. Bitcoin detractors sometimes note that 65% of Bitcoin is mined in China. If 65% of Bitcoin mining being done in China is a problem, how should we think about the fact that 70 plus percent of the world's container ship port capacity is in China? pretty funny right so B- elon musk has signaled to every other ceo that he has more faith in bitcoin than the u.s dollar and uh i don't know who's selling right now i assume it's short-term holders, but uh that's uh that's pretty wild uh there's a big COVID 19 baby bust i talked about this some oh gosh quite a long time ago the number of babies born sorry the, redu- the number of babies not born i i believe is vastly higher than the number of old people who've died. And that means a huge net reduction in person years of, of life. So um, miners are holding more than they're selling in Bitcoin. So the miners are holding more than they're selling, of course, because they're expecting it to go to go up. Check out Breeze Tech, uh, also very, very important. When uh, we've got a $3 trillion bill. right? Biden's putting out a $3 trillion, what is it, it's some sort of infrastructure bill, right? Which is just pork for unions, right? So it's a $3 trillion bill incoming. Uh, now, $3 trillion stimulus package is three times Bitcoin's entire market cap. So, uh, (laughs) that's, that's pretty last, last March or last April, I was talking about how we needed to open back up from lockdowns because the, the human toll of not having preventive medical care was going to be far higher than the toll of COVID. And I think that's, uh, that's, uh, that's pretty important. And, um, uh, it has been it has been incredibly brutal uh it has been incredibly brutal and uh, let's have a look at some of this stuff right um significant declines in all cancer types right um so um cancer patients have gone down because people aren't getting tested right people aren't getting uh, sorted out and uh let me just see if i can find the numbers here i, I did find them but i didn't extract them i'm sorry about that but um it's uh it's there has been like uh, a massive reduction in cancer detection and uh, uh there will of course be a you know cancer uh, brutality that's going to be coming uh, down the road when people finally uh, uh, the, the effects of all of this go on further uh it's just going to be unbelievably horrifying and you've had like 80 to 90% reduction in screenings for some kinds of cancers over the last year and uh, oh my god I mean it's gonna just be absolutely appalling the way that things are gonna gonna play out, so yeah those numbers but you see it's kind of um uh seventy five percent decrease in suspected cancer referrals in in the u k um unbelievable uh unbelievable horrifying uh, unbelievably horrifying city of Miami mayor says he's talked with local utility companies about offering bitcoin mining incentives. <laughs> Who is selling Bitcoin one week before Morgan Stanley finally offers it to their $5 trillion of capital that's been demanding access to Bitcoin? Just, uh, just crazy. Uh, Jay Powell, the chair of the Federal Reserve, said Bitcoin is a substitute for gold. And the fact that he's talking about both tells you that he understands the effects of his policies in the wrong long time. China and Russia discussing moving to alternatives to the U.S. dollar as a reserve currency. And uh, I can guarantee you that they're they're looking at Bitcoin for sure. And uh, the 15th century bank, the Medici bank is getting a 21st century relaunch and also will serve crypto firms. Quite, uh, uh, quite interesting, (laughs) quite interesting. So COVID has killed fewer people in the US than die on average annually of heart attacks because America is a clinically obese society verging on morbidly obese. Almost 50% of Americans are obese. So heart disease kills almost 670, 660,000 people each year maybe more. I mean, it's tough to know. The data is kind of conflicting, but so, yeah, COVID has killed fewer people in the US than die on average annually of heart attacks. And remember, if you're uh, uh, significantly overweight, you're 10 times more likely to die of COVID. In other words, COVID is a pandemic for the old with comorbidities and the obese. If you are of reasonable health and reasonable weight, there's no death-dealing pandemic for you whatsoever and of course if you were china let's just say theoretically you wanted to design a bioweapon that targeted the west you'd have it target fat people and old people but in particular fat people so uh that's that's kind of important right and of course what happens right um increased weight it makes you much more susceptible to covid serious complications or death from covid right and let's just ask this uh, of the audience right we'll get back to the chats in a sec right but let me just ask you this of, of of the audience: What percentage of Americans have reported undesired weight gain over the last year, like over over the COVID lockdown thing? Right? What percentage of Americans have uh, have said this? Right? Just uh, give me give me your give me your guess. If you if you don't if you know right, but it's crazy. Sixty nine percent, sixty percent, fifty percent, eighty nine percent plus 40%, 60, 69. So yeah, I mean, that's reported. You're probably close, I think, but uh, 42% of Americans have reported undesired weight gain during COVID. What's the average weight gain, my friends? What's the average weight gain? And remember, you know, people are often shorter and all that, and we're talking women as well. What is the average weight gain in COVID of the people who've gained weight? What is the average weight gain, do you think? 40 pounds 20 pounds 30 kilograms 41 pounds 23 pounds 30 pounds who cares aren't there more important things no it's pretty important man (laughs) it's pretty important so the average weight gain is 29 pounds 29 pounds for millennials it's 41 pounds 41 pounds so This is how crazy government is, right? And all of this unbelievably horrifying stuff is. This is how nutty this stuff is. So, look, (laughs) the COVID control freaks are funded by Big Pharma. Let's not kid ourselves about that, right? So, what do they do? Well, they shut down gyms. They canceled kids' sports. They basically placed people under house arrest, and they made people incredibly terrified, anxious, and depressed. So now Americans have gained weight, and I <laughs> can virtually guarantee you, statistically, with the lack of cancer screening, the increased weight, the lack of exercise, people's bones have gotten brittle, people's joints have gotten rusty. You know, like, if you want to keep your knees healthy, you got to walk every day and, like, not just walk around the house. you got to go for a brisk walk every day. That keeps your knees oiled and, and good, right? And... You know, people's posture is probably shot and uh, you know, the musculoskeletal system is, is, is um, I mean, they might as well have been in space for half the year, right? So everything that they did has people incredibly susceptible to uh, COVID. I mean, it is just, just crazy. Just crazy. All right. So here, I was here to talk with you and uh, I'm happy to do so. Let me just bring this up. If you are on the um, the chat in Telegram, and and you want to talk, man? Just just unmute and, and bellow in my brain. Just unmute and bellow in my my brain. I'm happy to happy to hear. The Bitcoin network is going to do nearly fifty percent of the transaction volume of Visa this year. Isn't that wild? I hear sounds. Is there anybody?
2: Yeah, it's me again. Yes, sir. Did you ever hear of the whole super straight phenomenon? <laughs> Super
0: string. I dated. No, I dated, super straight. Sorry. Super straight. Oh, super straight. Yeah, yeah. I've heard of that. I think it's hilarious. Yeah, you did. I think it's absolutely delightful. I think it's absolutely it was, wasn't delightful.
2: It,
1: it was but a great go ahead, go way ahead,
2: of, of like the
0: Explain it to the people who don't know it.
2: Yeah, no problem. So, super straight is basically a sexuality that was invented to say that you are, if you are a biological. Uh, male or a biological female, then you're only attracted attracted to somebody of the biological other sex. So biological male only attracted to biological female, and vice versa. Super straight. Yep.
0: I think it's great. Uh, now, do you do you, I mean, tell me the reasons behind why it was invented in, in your view and what it's doing?
2: So uh, the reason that it was invented was because you have a lot of these. It, it seems to have been invented by a young man who was in high school. And uh, he gets assaulted with these questions where he's like, where, where the girls are like, well, if you won't date a trans person, that means that you're transphobic. So in order to avoid being continuously accused of being transphobic, he just, he just decided, okay, I'm going to make this up. I'm going to say, okay, I'm, if you can invent a new st- sexuality all the time, I can also invent a new sexuality, and so thus super straight was born. And ever since then, it's caused a lot of uh, a lot of heads to start spinning in in crazy directions.
0: That's <laughs> make people live up to their own rules. So if you won't yeah. date a transvestite, that means you're transphobic. Then if a lesbian won't date super straight, it means because she's straight phobic, right? I mean, this is just this is just making people live up to their own rules, and that way. Um, they they see that the rules probably don't make quite as much logical sense mm-hmm. as <laughs> As they were hoping. I, I think it's 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 beyond trawling in a way because it is just looking for consistency in people's arguments and finding that that consistency is massively. And how dare you, how dare you uh, denigrate me or or speak down or, or insult my sexual orientation of being super straight? I think it's uh, I think it's uh, I think it's great. I think it's great.
2: Exactly. You know, I, I think what has surprised me the most is that actually young young men and young women are being assaulted with these kinds of questions in school nowadays because it's just like in the last five or ten years that this stuff has gone into the mainstream to the point where you have even people kids in grade school thinking about this as a serious question like uh, it's just bizarre
0: well i gotta tell you this is sort of my basic anybody who wants to talk to like junior high school students about sex is a complete fucking creep who should be kept as far away from children as humanly possible um i i do not i find it absolutely repulsive that uh, sexual topics are being taught in in schools uh, i think it's absolutely just completely appalling it should be that uh this is the job of the parents the community uh, and so on but uh right it is and, absolutely- and we absolutely know
2: that like parents aren't doing their jobs parents aren't doing their jobs the the public schools they're not doing their jobs they just kind of want to like they kind of like want to radicalize the children into being uh, sexual from an early age, because that's uh, a, f- a fairly easy way of maintaining control in them. Because you know, if you're constantly distracted by your sexual impulses and giving into those sexual impulses, or like being distracted with them all the time, then you can't really make a good life for yourself. I, th- I think you've touched on this before.
0: Have you heard of uh, uh, Benjamin Levin
2: or Levine? Benjamin Levin. Yeah. No. I've heard of Limbido Domini. All right. So uh,
0: Benjamin Levin mm. was born in 1952 into a Jewish family in a suburb of Winnipeg, Manitoba. Uh, mm. A BA from the University of Manitoba, a master's in education from Harvard University, an honorary doctorate from the University of Ottawa. As a civil servant, he first served for the province of Manitoba as deputy minister of advanced education and as deputy minister of education, training and youth from 1999 through 2002. He then served Mm -hmm. as the deputy minister of education for the province of Ontario for the three years, 04 to 07 and again from 08 to 09 under Mm -hmm. the liberal party led government. He's published eight books, including Making a Difference in Urban Schools, More High School Graduates and Breaking Barriers and more than 200 other articles on education, conducting many research studies. He's spoken and consulted on education issues around the world, including serving on the governing Mm -hmm. council of the National College for School Leadership in England. He was academic director for Ontario's new Knowledge Network for Applied Education Research, funded by the Ministry of Education to improve the sharing of research findings and their use in policy and practice. The government of Ontario did suspend him, In July of 2013, because he was arrested on child pornography charges. Wow. Yeah. Uh, July 8, 2013, Levin was arrested by the Toronto Police Service Sex Crimes Unit and charged with seven counts of child exploitation, including charges of possession and accessing child pornography. He had been a suspect of the police service since mid-2012. He was released on a $100,000... Bail. according to the letter sent by levin to his former colleagues he would quote be pleading guilty on march 3rd 2015 to three of the seven charges namely one count of possession of child pornography one count of making written child pornography and one count of counseling a sexual assault i don't know what the hell that means
2: it sounds like the people who are really invested in trying to get to children especially in the government schools uh they do turn out to be very degenerate individuals. Okay, hang on, there's more.
0: As well, the judge noted that though Levin didn't plead guilty to this offense, he unquestionably Mm. also distributed child pornography, including sending various images to the undercover officers who were investigating him. So, the judge unquestionably says, the judge noted that he unquestionably distributed child pornography. He pleaded guilty to three of the seven charges. Um... How much time do you think he spent in in jail before being paroled? Let me guess, about five months? Yeah, he was sentenced to three years in prison, but he only Mm. spent three months months of his sentence in jail before being paroled. Now, this is a big guy. He was listed in the Who's Who of Canada and was ranked in the fifth most influential knowledge mobilization leader in Canada. He was awarded the Canadian Education Association's Whitworth Award for Contributions to Education Research. He received the Lieutenant Governor of Manitoba's Medal for Service to Public Administration. In 2010, he was named Outstanding Educator of the Year by Fire Delta Kappa's Toronto Chapter. In 2012, he was awarded one of four Max Bell Foundation National Awards in Canada for Innovation Ideas. Now, he floated all the way through the top levels. He designed curricula, he educated, he wrote books and... Apparently, nobody can figure out this guy. Nobody can figure out this guy. He doesn't give anybody any creep vibes. And these are the people in charge of educating your children. They can't even. They know what's right for your children, but they couldn't identify this guy. They no idea. No idea. It sounds like
2: they're completely insane.
0: Well, you want to put put your hands in in these people's. uh, You want to put your kids in these people's hands. (laughs) Fucking crazy. This is
2: why you this is why like homeschooling is the best thing that you can do for your children
0: well it's it's the best like there's some second best thing um, it's well
2: true there, there is nothing really better that you could do because putting them in the private schools puts them in danger putting oh them in, in public schools puts them in danger if you let your child like go spend the night at a friend's house overnight, you're putting him in danger. Well, no, Look, because the, if, if you if no. you have a
0: good judge of character and you've known mm-hmm. the people and you know the kids, I think it's fine. But I mean, this, oh, true. This, this is
2: relying on the on the idea that you are a good judge of character. Yes.
0: Yes. Yes. Do you let your daughter use Instagram? I do not. I do. Did
2: you hear that they're coming up with a kids'
0: version of Instagram? Uh, I have heard of that. I have heard of that. Somebody says, I remember 8th grade sex ed class watching a video of the inside of a vagina. So in the, in the sex class that I remember being forced to take, um, but I actually got nauseous and, and I had to get up and leave the room. Because they were talking about a woman who tried to fix crabs with Lysol and fused her labia together or something like that. Um, they melted the labia together and I was like, what the fuck are you people telling me about? I, what what the, the hell is wrong with you people? What What kind of unbelievable shitstorm of psychosis am I trapped in, in this fucking nightmare of a quasi education system that I'm hearing about women melting their labias together by trying to deal with crabs or something like that. And I had to, I just got up, I just got up and walk out. I could, I, I literally, I felt physically sick. I just wanted to have nothing to do with anything that they were saying and holy shit. It's just, unbelievable. it sounds
2: like they're, yeah, it sounds like they're trying to push to the forefront the most obscure and aberrant sexual behaviors and make them well known to a child's mind.
0: I, yeah, I don't know. It's uh, it's uh, uh, it's very abusive, I think. And the school, like, who sits there and says, I, I want to, you know, you've got kids, uh, I- I- young kids now being taught about things like masturbation and, and uh, uh, sex acts of, of various kinds. You've got, uh, you know, Teen Vogue talking about the joys of anal sex. And it's just like, oh, like, what the hell is wrong with you people? Well, I mean, I know well, it's, it's our selected genes trying to reproduce themselves by hypersexualizing children. But it's like, oh, my God. Right what a what a monstrous thing just uh, can you imagine some some neighbor says you know i'd really i really want to teach your kids sex and you'd be like get 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 away like just get, get away I, i'm gonna use some lice all myself but you know teachers do it and it's like yeah yeah that's uh that's totally fine like, oh
2: that's God. normal that's fine you know it's like it's like people go after the catholic church all of the time and say that oh the catholic church has a lot of uh pedophile catholic priests in it but uh, teach, public school teachers are molesting kids on a higher than average basis than well, Catholic priests ever have
0: right, somebody says, what's the recent fascination with transsexuals? Uh, it's just, it's um, anti-Christians trolling Christians, uh, that's, that's about it um, okay, sorry, uh, I'm just going to see if there's anybody else, I really appreciate your chat I just wanted to see if there's anybody else who wants to jump in and I am going to no hear fun. these bird no noises fun. until the end of time so uh, if there's anybody else who wants to jump in, uh, let me know if you need the, let's um, uh, see here. Let me see if you need, oh, share invite link. Okay, so I'll just throw this in here. If anybody wants to jump in, I'm happy to take uh, uh, voice chats uh, as well. I kind of like it relative to just, you know, plain old uh, texty text. So uh, Somebody says, um, tell me more about the new vaccine stuff. Yeah, I don't know if I think it was a guy from Dutch, uh, uh, from Holland. I guess a Dutch guy who was talking about, uh, and I mentioned this in in the last live stream, so I'll just touch on it briefly here. But he said, a sort of big danger is that if you. If you apply a vaccine in the middle of a pandemic, you're simply training the virus to mutate and, and evade it. And that's where you're going to get more and more variants from. And the second thing is that if you take our natural, like we've been living with coronaviruses as long as we've been around, like life for billions of years have been living with coronavirus. We've got a pretty sophisticated mechanism for dealing with them. But when you inject a big, powerful, artificial coronavirus fighting agent like the COVID vaccine, then what can happen and what has happened in the past to cats and ferrets and other animals that they've tested these coronavirus vaccines on is that, you know, there's a basic thing that if your body senses the production of too much, it stops producing whatever it is yourself. Like if you've got too much dopamine from cocaine or something like that, your body will pull back on it, which is why the crash is so hard. And he says that, uh, and I'm paraphrasing here, so so go look it up yourself, of course, right? I'm, I'm not a doctor, of course. But uh, he says uh, that if you put a big artificial specific to COVID-19 coronavirus fighter in the system your body stops producing your natural coronavirus defense system and then when you hit another coronavirus that escapes this big artificial mechanism you've got in your system that the other coronavirus can overwhelm you pretty quickly and that's uh uh, that can be dangerous certainly with the ferrets uh, when the ferrets were immunized against a particular coronavirus when they hit another coronavirus uh they, they really didn't do very well at all they really didn't do very well at all so uh the highwire.com yeah i think uh yeah the coming COVID catastrophe uh it's uh it's pretty it's pretty uh pretty important and uh, my contact one of my contacts in hong kong uh has uh let's see here what did he say to me um uh hong kong has halt the Pfizer vaccination um that's uh it seems to, because you know we've all told about this the astrazeneca one is a problem right so Hong Kong has halted Pfizer vaccinations after finding more than 50 defects like cracked vials. And uh, Pfizer and Moderna have largely been largely quiet since competitor AstraZeneca became embroiled in the latest and biggest safety scandal to rock public confidence in the company's COVID-19 jab, which has been intended to be a workhorse of the WHO's global vaccination campaign since it's cheap and relatively easy to transport and store. But Pfizer at least might soon have to deal with a problem of its own because the South China Morning Post reported Wednesday, today, that they had suspended vaccinations using the Pfizer-BioNTech after local frontline staff discovered more than 50 instances of defective packaging like cracked and leaking vials. So, I don't know, man. I'm going to need a whole lot more data. Weird how the virus just happened to start in a wet market in the only city in China with a level 4 virology lab. Oh, yeah, I mean, come on, the idea that this evolved from nature and, and jumped with no intermediaries, I mean, come on, it's, it's ridiculous. It's... uh. It's ridiculous and the wet market theory has been uh, I think uh, uh falsified so. Yeah, it's uh, it's pretty bad. The vaccine hasn't had any long-term studies any long-term predictions on how that can play out. No, listen, I mean I'm a philosopher so you know don't ask me for long-term predictions on on uh, vaccine, but it is an experimental biological agent and uh yeah, it's not great thoughts on uriyan and cyprus so yeah turkish dollar is crashing pretty hard particularly against bitcoin of course right so virus likely originated in the states somebody says it pushed the left-wing agenda too much and there are no coincidences maybe maybe yeah i mean there's a bunch of people uh, it's not just me but i mean i made this case kind of the case against china i did that video uh, before i was even kicked from youtube and uh uh, there's lots of people, uh, former heads of security and so on, who, who are very much on the uh, uh, gain-of-function research gone wrong or right or something like that. So, Okay, uh, one last chance. Um, I'm happy to hear uh, if you want to uh, unmute yourself and chat. on. Um, uh, yeah, I'm happy. You've got criticism, comments, issues, uh, whatever's on your mind, I'm happy to uh, hear. Otherwise, of course, I have a couple other things that uh, I could chat about if you like. FreeDomainNFT.com. FreeDomainNFT.com. Uh, my first collectibles are out, and you know, bit of the history of philosophy would be pretty cool. Right? Pretty cool. Um, a guy named David, Dave Karpf, who's an associate professor at George Washington University, uh, he said, "Thought experiment: What if you put all the Bitcoin enthusiasts on a ship, and the ship sank?" Yeah, it's pretty tough, you know, when when unjust power sees Bitcoin. Uh, they really do understand um, <laughs> where their needs are. And Coulter tweeted, the University of Chicago did a massive study on sex in America and found that conservative Protestant women experience sexual satisfaction far more often than any other religious demographic. You know, it's kind of true. You know, a, a lot of times there's a couple of things when you see a really sexy woman, like physically just sexy, sexy woman. There are a couple of, a couple of issues that you need to deal with. These are generalities completely generality so just understand that right so first of all the more attractive she is the more likely that uh, she was sexually preyed on as a child right because the pedophiles and the hebophiles look for the more attractive uh, a woman a girl sorry the more attractive a girl so that's not a certainty but it certainly can be uh, a real issue and also she is probably addicted to being attractive which means that she's gonna have a pretty uneasy relationship with sex and, um, that's when, when you got that Jessica Rabbit caricature, it probably is not a very positive relationship with sex. And also the thing that's, uh, I think very, very common, the more sex you have early on in a relationship, the less sex you're going to have later. I mean, that's almost a guarantee. That's almost a complete and total guarantee. If you meet a woman and she, she you know, fires the V cannon at you and gets you into bed, she's trying to get you to bond with her on a sexual endorphin level because she doesn't feel attractive as a person. If you fall for it, she'll hold you in contempt and sexual desire will just die. And uh, a woman who withholds sex, at least three months is a basic self-respect thing. A woman who withholds sex and wants to find out if you're there for her personality, you'll have a great sex life for the rest of your life because she's not feeling used. But the earlier you get sex, you'll get this peak and then it'll be hell from there on in. But if you wait and you're patient, uh, then you'll have a great sex life for the rest of your life probably so. Just want to mention that. Somebody, uh, Said, uh, sell my Bitcoin? You mean like back into hyperinflating cuck bucks? Fuck no, hard pass. If you understand Bitcoin, you understand this. I just love that phrase, cuck bucks, for fiat. I think that's just a delightful phrase. Um, Young male virginity is on the rise. Share of men under age 30 who report zero female sexual partners since they turned 18 is insanely high at the moment. I just wanted to point that out. So 2008, it was 8%. By 2018, it had risen to 27%. 27% men under the age of 30. Zero female sexual partners since they turned 18. Guys, porn porn is not going to help you, man. It's going to make it worse. It's going to make it worse. Um, The 20th richest person in the world is now anonymous. I think we talked about this before, right? Satoshi Nakamoto. It's it's just pretty wild. It's just pretty wild. Um, Survey of 74 U.S. school districts finds... A 74% increase in mental health stress indicators. 90% disengagement slash absenteeism. And virtual students more likely to test than in person. Um, And kids are one-tenth of 1% of COVID-19 deaths. It's crazy. Now, of course, for a lot of the schools, you can't fail anyone this year. So why on earth would the kids work, right? It's also an indication of how bad um, schools are that you can't get kids to engage if there's no threat of failure, you know? Spoiler, I'm not gonna fail anyone. There's no test after this conversation. We're not gonna fail anyone, but you're all still here, right, because there's some, hopefully, some value that's being provided, but. All right, let's see here. What do we got here? All right, um, what do we got here? Favorite equation. E equals mc squared. It's pretty obvious, right? <laughs> it's pretty obvious. Have you ever heard that men are supposed to stop having sex of any kind by thirty and use the energy to do other things? Well, no. Aren't you talking about fapping or masturbation? That that's going to drain your energy, and, and you know, one of the reasons why the population is so apathetic about COVID is that people are just masturbating like uh, monkeys on cocaine. Like people are masturbating like three times a day on average during the lockdown and some of them are saying i've had my best orgasms ever it's like yeah it's fine i guess but it's uh it's not going to get you any kids it's not going to get you any satisfaction or human touch or anything like that so um i think you gotta you know a healthy sex life is very positive good for your health lets you live longer reasonable exercise but anyway so lebanon's currency is collapsing as well yeah that's happening favorite podcasts oh man i really don't listen i'm sorry like i spend so much time producing content i really don't listen to podcasts although i will say on occasion i will dip into um it's a fun podcast put out by two uh very charismatic women uh and it's called crime junkies that's quite a lot of fun and occasionally scott adams can be good to go to sleep to because he's very relaxing although you will have to speed him up a little um Oh, freedomain.locals.com. Uh, just so you know, freedomain.locals.com. I'm uh, spending a lot more time there. There's a welcome video. It's a way that you can come and help support me as well. Like you can sign up for monthlies. You can sign up for donations. I'd really appreciate that, man. It's uh, At some point, I'll talk about the math of donations after deplatforming. Oof. <laughs> oh, my God. It's kind of rough. Chat about the troll email from the other day. What a great reminder, James. Thank you so much. You are the best. Hey, there's an asterisk there. <laughs> many vaccines due to capitalism not capitalism uh not capitalism i always love a good troll matter um what is the best way to keep your bitcoin information safe yet be sure when you die your bitcoin doesn't die with you um i would assume talk to a lawyer and get a uh, a will right get a will done. Crippin bitcoin enthusiasts would be smart enough to fix the ship yeah okay very true very true um i used to have great sex every freaking day it's been seven years now Man, I'm sorry about that. First seasteading success in Thailand. Oh, seasteading is a thing again? I talked about that with a guy many years ago on my show. Uh Uh-huh, interesting. That might be worth a documentary. What do you guys think? Do you envision UPB ever becoming mainstream? Well, sure. I mean, look, uh, philosophy advances one funeral at a time, like science, right? In other words, the people invested in their current bullshit, moral, garbage will have to usually die off because they're not going to admit they've been wrong about something as fundamental as ethics. So it's going to be have to go forward. Do you think that incels like Elliot Roger have had any validity? I don't know what you mean by validity. I did a whole, and it was very popular. I did a whole presentation on Elliot Roger back in the day. It was very popular. You can go to FDRPodcasts.com, fdrpodcast.com, look up Elliot Roger. The video will be uh, right below. Somebody says, we cannot hear you. I do not believe that is, uh, that is true all right so uh, oh yeah i think i read this uh, somebody posted this from fox baltimore uh, student passes three classes in four years ranks near top half of class with 0.13 gpa well uh, of course right i mean uh, we're gonna have to assume that uh, that maybe uh, baltimore could be a black uh, neighborhood and so on and you know that's not really fair to to compare right uh, Stefan, have you seen a film, A Monster Calls? It's based on a children's book about how inability to accept truth about yourself can destroy you. Uh, I have not seen it. Stefan, I'm following you everywhere. Please don't stop. I will not stop. Will you read my letter? L, long time donator, right here. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. Um, I saw that Dunbar High School in Baltimore, a black school, used to be one of the best academically. Now no one up to their level in math. Yeah, so you have, look, trauma harms the brain. I, I posted something from RT, com about how you know verbal abuse is incredibly damaging about as damaging as physical abuse it harms the brain it scars the brain probably about as much as uh, as ideology and um so uh, you know black kids grow up with a lot of trauma half of black girls are raped by black men before they reach the age of 18 according to some reports and uh it's uh it's a brutal brutal situation so yeah it's rough i quit amazon prime video and started donating thanks Jeff. excellent now jeff bezos is going to kill me just kidding! No, he's not. All right. I, if I was as horny in my middle age as it was in my twenties, I'm not sure I would be able to accomplish and succeed in my work. Well, you see, horniness used to cause you to succeed in your work because you would, um, <laughs> because you'd have to get a lot of money to, especially if you weren't tall. Right? Is it right that Steph has lost so many viewers? I don't know what you mean by right. I mean it's a fact that I've lost ninety percent or more of my viewers yes that is a fact but remember i'm mainly speaking to the future i mean it's great to have a conversation with you guys but my primary focus is the future not now so i don't know if it's right or wrong it's it's just a fact, and i just posted something today about how wonderful it is that that fact has occurred do you think that Elliot's rogers anger towards women was valid what do you think no his anger towards women wasn't valid because he was harming people who had not he was murdering people who hadn't harmed him i'm not saying he should murder people who had harmed him. But it seemed that his mother was pretty pretty, uh, pretty dark towards him. So, Is it true that you dislike physicists because they don't engage in the market? No, I don't dislike physicists because they don't engage in the market. I dislike everybody who doesn't engage in the market. There's no need to single out physicists. Uh, what do you think about land purchases versus Bitcoin versus gold, considering increasing government size and control? So um, uh, Bitcoin is the safest thing from... Uh, the government land purchases can be easily reversed or taken over by socialists or communists. Since LBJ's Great Society, in its city, illegitimacy rate went from fifteen percent to eighty-five percent. Well, sure. Well, sure. So anything which separates children from the father, I assume, is simply uh, pedophiles on the prowl. That's just my assumption. Like anybody who's like, oh, this this program would be great. The intended effect or unintended effect or obvious consequence of this, and this was pointed out by J. Patrick Moynihan back in the sixties is that there's going to be no fathers in the home. Mothers are great at protecting children when children are babies and toddlers. Uh, uh, But uh, certainly, come puberty, moms can't protect kids. Uh, Only dads can do that. So anytime you want to separate fathers from their children, whether that's terrible divorce courts, whether that's pro-feminism, whether that's the welfare state, you name it, Anytime you're getting fathers out of the home, I simply assume that your basic motivation is predatory in nature. I mean, I'm not saying that's proven or anything. That's just my particular uh, way of uh, um, approach. Conservatives just needs to hodl and geo having kids. Keep on having kids? I don't know. All other ideologies will die off without that replication. Oh, maybe. But they're trying to replicate themselves asexually, right? Which is why... Um, so. Uh, to go back to Marilyn Manson's right if the, the, the Guy who called in was right about Marilyn Manson's terribly traumatized as a child So what he's doing is traumatizing other people to try and so the trauma replicates, right? Like your little toe is simply using you To make another little toe. It doesn't care about the rest of you. the, the little toe just wants to make another little toe and Trauma wants to replicate it it wants to reproduce you've got to think of trauma like a mental like mental genetics, right our selected genes promiscuous genes, abuse genes, uh, abuse changes genetics, right? So abuse tries to replicate itself. Like if you look at uh, homosexuality, uh, homosexuals are disproportionately um, in in the realm of child abuse, right, in the realm of, of abusing children. And that's because I think, I mean, certainly most of the gays I've ever talked to, and it's been quite a few, uh, they have, were sexually abused as children. And it's a, f- a way of, of reproducing. So um, our selected genes... Uh, smash the case-selected structure that keeps children safe. Children being in an unsafe environment promotes uh, our selected behavior, which tends to replicate our selected genes in the long run. And so, yeah, you got things are reproducing asexually in a lot of ways. So, I'm a physicist that engages with the markets. Well, great, <laughs> wonderful. Ah, let's see here. What do you think about Spinoza? Kind of romantic take on nature. I don't know what, I can't remember what his take on nature is. It's been a long time since I've read him. Is it true that all crypto and stocks can be considered pyramid schemes where the richest recruit bigger suckers to get rich? No, uh, neither of those is the case. A pyramid scheme is a pyramid scheme, right? That's a a situation where you promise people returns that are paid for by recruiting new people and promising them returns. And the Ponzi schemes, uh, they can't, Possibly sustain themselves mathematically so uh what on earth does a man with funny character but not tall not model looking find do to find quality women hasn't worked for me i go out often so i would say that if you want to find quality woman you have to become prominent in some manner and it's pretty easy to do so through social media Maybe you become good at TikTok. Maybe you become good on YouTube. Maybe you become good on Instagram. Maybe you post funny memes and people get to know you that way. Just find some way to make yourself even marginally prominent because being even internet famous to a mild degree is quite exciting for women. So, uh, At what point do we walk away from the tire fire that is our government's and upper echelon of humanity decision-making? Um... I'm um, Sorry, that's too general a question. You don't have to, I mean, involve yourself with the state as little as humanly possible. I don't know much about the recent war between Armenia and Azerbaijan. Sorry. A survey showed Americans think that 30% of the population is gay because of TV and media depiction of so many gay people. Yeah, listen, I mean, I understand why uh, people want to be inclusive. I understand that for sure. And... Um, But yeah, I mean, the, the number of gay people is, is much more than 30%. It's in the low single digits. Here's a question about the follower dilemma. Is it possible that the new right, 5% slash alt right, took your audience? Um, well, sure. I mean, my audience was not declining until I started getting suppressed. So it wasn't like somebody swooped in and took my audience. But um, my decision to... Eschew politics, do not pursue politics has had obviously an effect on my audience. The people who are still in the political matrix and believe that there's some sort of magical political solution post-Trump, uh, they are, of course, uh, paying people and supporting people who provide the pablum of that delusion. It is a delusion, uh, and um, uh, they will come to that in time, and, you know, maybe they'll they'll return. So, uh, all right, so Should we should we close up? Any last questions? Is it immoral to form a corporation? Oh, God, no. Oh no! Given how crazy the um, given how crazy how crazy the the legal system is in most of Western countries, you unfortunately you kind of have to. You kind of have to. Um, I mean, this, this is a really sad thing, and I don't. I don't think. I don't think a free market can solve this problem much. But. So just about the biggest, the the biggest human motivator is fear. And so if someone can get you to be scared, then they can get you interested in whatever it is they have. So unfortunately, this this constant, you know, one of the things that's really harming people's health. I mean, people talk about obesity and and bad diet and lack of exercise. It's all very real. But I don't think people really, they don't really process how incredibly damaging it is, all these fear porn clickbait we're doomed headlines that that's out there um we have a fight or flight mechanism that's designed in the minutes maximum right you you hear a, a stick in the woods break near you it's night time and you shine a flashlight and maybe you get attacked by a wolf or something and then you either win or the wolf wins and it takes maybe a couple of minutes max like our fight or flight is designed to peak out at like a couple of minutes you give fight or flight to people for weeks and months and years man you're just burning them right out you just you are burning them out the cortisol is is wearing them out it's like you know revving a car or trying to drive a car i mean i mean try try biking in what is it a high gear like the one that's easy to pedal going uphill you try biking the whole thing in high gear your legs are going to fall off right you've got to you know, we have particular rhythms for life. And those rhythms are completely interrupted because we can't not look at something that might be dangerous. Like we can't. We can't we can't not look at something that might be dangerous. And this shock video, shock headline, we're doomed. You know, this stuff, I mean, it burns people out. It's so bad for their health. And yet we can't not look. <laughs> you know, we can't not look. And so destroying people in slow motion for money is something that I don't know how the free market's going to solve it. I don't know. Maybe the free market can solve that by teaching people proper risk assessment and by educating people about the dangers of constantly exposing yourself to fear porn all the time. All the, we're doomed, we're... and, And if you can't do... Look, if you're doomed, then you can do something about it, then you can act on it, right? But this kind of slow motion, just wearing people out and wrecking their health for, for clicks and cash. It's pretty rough, man. It's pretty rough. Yeah, 24 7 coronavirus mass shootings. What's it, the one in Boulder, Colorado, where everyone said it was a white guy until it turned out it was a Muslim Syrian immigrant, and then poof, he's gone, vanished, vanished. And uh, doomsayers are getting people into crypto. So, yes, that's the thing, right? So, this is, you know, I, I will talk about the dangers in the world and I'll say, well, here's a solution. we got a whole investment round table and all that kind of stuff, right? So, there's things that you can do, hopefully, that will help with regards to that. But this idea that you're just scared all the time and there's nothing you can do about it. I got an email from a therapist offering handfuls of medication. No, I got an email. Just kidding. So I got an email from a therapist and she was saying how appalling it is how terrified some of her patients are. Just... She's, like, in a foreign country, so it's, like, all over the map. I can't even remember which country. Anyway, so, and she was just saying, like, there's so much fear out there. People are terrified to go outside. They're terrified of seeing someone without a mask. Like, they believe that the air is full of death, that breathing is death, socializing is death, a hug is death, human contact is death, going out is death, ordering something in is death. They're terrified. What kind of sadists do we have out there? Look, you all know, if you've been following me for a while, I was kind of scared of, of COVID when it first hit because I thought it was engineered for mass slaughter. It turned out it was just engineered to kill the economy if it was engineered at all. But you got to really limit yourself. It's a toxic substance, like the media as a whole. I hope I give you guys some hope, some some positivity, some honesty some good humor some laughs um because man this uh this constantly it it is a sadistic it's it's a war against you like this fear stuff and this especially the fear you can't do anything about this race baiting stuff this making us hate each other all the stuff this i'm not gonna hire white people and um like that stuff it's like a biological war against you um it's it's just crazy It's crazy. Somebody says, good weather usually makes people more optimistic. It could be the reason why crypto slash precious metals are down a bit at the moment. Well, I mean, there are people who are into crypto for the short run, and there are people into crypto for the long run. So keep that beard going. Actually, I just trimmed it today. I got so bored of the fear. Yes, and other reasons why I didn't want to do politics anymore. It's just like, well, in the past, I could do something about politics. I could make a case. I could change people's minds. But, uh, you know, when... Elections are this dishonest, and by dishonest, you know, I don't know about the vote stealing or anything like that. I think there was certainly some, but uh, you know, Twitter suppressing the Washington Post story about the satanic contents of Hunter Biden's laptop, you know, right before the election, and all this kind of stuff, uh, or what was done to Brett Kavanaugh, or what's not being done to Andrew Cuomo, or whatever. Like, my God, if the Chinese did develop COVID as a weapon, they couldn't have done a better job. No, oh, that's right. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I mean, you remember seeing all of these videos of like Chinese. Healthy Chinese people falling down in the streets. I mean, I've heard reports that this actually came out of things that abandoned China, like Facebook. So it's just another psyop. and all of that. What about the theory that men are being feminized to prevent future wars? Well, men are being feminized in China. They've actually tried to get, uh, um, was it New York Post? New York Post story. Sorry, not Washington Post. New York Post story. Thanks. I always get that wrong. Appreciate that. Now, no, I know they're actually uh, uh, masculinizing up their men quite a bit, quite a bit. And you know, look, a lot of the elites are kind of into depopulation, right? A lot of them believe that you know we'd be better off with five hundred million people. That's a that's a lot of not people. <laughs> so um, when when things get progressively more difficult to flourish in, that, that probably had something to do probably has something to do with it, right? Not everyone up there, but you know, a lot of people have this depopulation agenda, and that used to be driven by war, and now it's been driven by by other things. But yeah, I, I really recommend trying to limit your exposure to uh, all of this really toxic fear porn I, and and just ask yourself can you do anything about it if you can't do anything about it just don't uh don't do it just don't do it it's uh it'll, it'll wear you out man you know it's it's um uh the mainstream media uh, re- reading the mainstream media on a regular basis is identical to being in a verbally abusive relationship um it's it's pretty wild Elites cry about overpopulation, but avoid talking about Africa. Yeah, for sure. For sure. I sometimes wonder if um, things like live aid and all of that aid was designed to swell the black population to overwhelm South Africa and poise for immigrants to Europe. Who knows? Who knows? Will Biden succeed in destroying America? Well, I mean, what's left? (laughs) What's left to destroy? What's left to destroy? I was talking to some guys today, uh, and uh, I was being interviewed briefly today, and people from Europe were saying, oh, you know, we get these terrible hate speech laws, America's got free speech. And I'm like, no, but the punishment for, for, for violations of what the left doesn't like to hear in America is far harsher, because they'll go and destroy, try and destroy your entire income and livelihood. Uh, you don't get fined that highly in Europe for hate speech laws. China virus caused mail in voting to increase, which seemed to be the deciding factor of the election. Yeah, it could be. Uh people will not survive without men. If men disappeared, women will not learn how to run critical infrastructure, water trucking power. Well, didn't you see those um uh didn't you see those uh, memes that were all over the place when people were afraid of that war was coming? That suddenly women were like uh, picturing themselves in the kitchen making cookies and raising children and it's all like, Oh yeah, for sure. The left is going after the cake baker again? Well, be specific, they're going after Christians again. American GDP is actually pretty strong. <laughs> Are you crazy? There have been what, eight massive bailouts since COVID started, and you're saying the GDP is pretty strong? <laughs> it's like saying that the Coke Coke addict is pretty happy this afternoon. So Watching Alec Jones put me into fear mode, had to stop watching. Yeah, no, I can understand. There's gotta be some positivity, right? You gotta be. So there's gotta be some some positivity in, in what it is that you do, otherwise uh, you're just being paralyzed into into the kind of mutant and stuck horror so all right shall we close it off I don't think there's anybody else who wants to chat voice it's all right we're just starting something new so if people want to listen that's totally fine totally fine free to chat free to not chat it's a great pleasure to have these conversations I saw a YouTube about life in the and 1950s I think that was the height of American greatness and happiness oh the 1950s were complete bliss for women in particular absolutely absolutely um, Um, And this is why the 1950s gets demonized so much. I mean, you go back and look at, you know, Leave it to Beaver or My Three Sons or whatever, and and men and women, and this was the time of, the the very greatest happiness for women in particular was the 1950s, no question. And I remember uh, in my university courses, you had to read books like Homeward Bound about how terrible and stultifying and stuffy and horrible and and conformist it was, and ah, just crap. All right, so let me call in sometime. We can talk about where everyone went. Sure, sure. I'm happy. You, I want you to get him back. <laughs> I think you have a caller. Um, go ahead. If you want to speak, speak up. Hello, Stefan. How yes. are you this evening? Hi. Go ahead.
2: Yes, yeah, so I was just uh, recently on uh, one of your... Um, roundtables you were you you passed over very quickly it was mentioned just briefly uh, but it's something i had been wondering about a lot lately and i do know should it ever come to pass that quantum computing uh does end up becoming powerful enough to break the encryption of bitcoin we we know that bitcoin will really be the least of our worries but you uh you were very kind of blase about it and you passed right on over it And I I was kind of hoping you would uh, expand your thoughts on it a little bit more because I was interested to know what your thoughts were. And you said something to the effect of uh, a a computer doing an infinite loop in 20 seconds, and I had no idea what that meant. So could could you just uh, explain your thoughts on quantum computing and Bitcoin for us?
0: Yeah, so... Moore's law is slowing down, right? So uh, I talked about this the other day and I got some good pushback from it. So the Moore's law, which is the computing power doubles every 18 months is slowing down because it's just running out of of capacity to increase it. The amount of computing power that you need to break Bitcoin would be so prodigious. It's almost impossible to understand. And of course, years before, if there was any trajectory that brought that close, all that would happen is people would protect their Bitcoin holdings by evolving Bitcoin into something that even quantum computing couldn't break in the next 500 years. Right. So if there's anything that threatens the Bitcoin infrastructure, then people will simply change the Bitcoin client. The Bitcoin isn't evolving. Right. If everybody decides to do something new in Bitcoin, then you can do that. Right. So I wouldn't worry about the the quantum. It's way off, way off at the moment. It's, it's inconceivable that it would ever get there. But if it ever does get close for some uh, matter, uh, then uh, all that will happen is you'll simply increase the algorithmic difficulties or challenges of Bitcoin in order to protect your holdings. Because people are not going to sit there and say, oh, well. I've got uh, five million dollars in Bitcoin, but there's a fast new computer, so I guess I'll say goodbye to that. They'll simply raise the challenges so that the new fast computer can't can't do that. Can't do that. So, our NFT a pyramid scheme? No, no, not at all. It's just collection. It's like art collection, right? It's just an art collection. I don't know. I mean, I've got my free domain NFT. Uh, is is there? And uh, uh, you know, people will. So what will happen is people will buy it. They'll buy this unique thing that I created just for that. And they'll keep it for their own enjoyment uh, or they'll uh, brag about it uh, or they'll sell it to somebody else who's an even bigger fan and make a bunch of money and all that. So, so uh, somebody said, Steph, I've been in a great relationship now for a while and we're on the same page on Peaceful Parenting and more. Cheers for all you do. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. Uh, that's very, very nice. So, Hello? Hello.
1: Yes. Um, I was listening to your your podcast, your, uh, your rant on, and <laughs> not a rant, but um,
0: I don't mind rant. Uh, I about, describe it that way. I'm perfectly comfortable with, with that.
1: Yeah. Speaking about what, you know, what's wrong with women. And, you know, I, I was married young and, you know, had a child and then said, okay, after, you know, six months, okay, let me, let me go to work. And, you know, I was in the interview interviewing with this company and I came to an epiphany and I said, hey, I didn't have a child for somebody else to raise her. And it was just, it was a great moment.
0: Sorry. Rem- rem- uh, so you had you had a kid and you went back to work after six months?
1: Um, well, after being home for six months. So I was in school to finish school. And then um, I said, okay, let me, you know, stay home for six months. So she was about a year, year and a half, maybe. And uh, I was in the interview room and I had, you know, a relative watching her. And I just, I came to the realization that this is, this is dumb. This is dumb. (laughs) My husband made enough money. There's no reason for me to have to go to work and hand my child off to a complete stranger. And what are your thoughts uh,
0: about that decision looking back?
1: Yeah, it was the best thing I ever did.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I used to write like two books a year until my daughter was born. And I've written like two books in in twelve years, and you know, but she's she's like a real human being. The books are just dead paper or, or dead bits, so to speak, right? And so um, I don't have any regrets about any of that stuff. I mean, wouldn't you rather? Have, I mean, why why would you have a kid to have someone else raise the kid? <laughs> it's like it's Correct. like it's like getting married to someone and then hiring a second wife to to do most of your interactions with them. It's like I don't really understand that. If you want to get married, yeah, then spend you know, time I, just,
1: I just was uh, you know following the paradigm of okay you know, finish school, go to college, you know, maybe have kids and then, uh, you know, go to work or most people put off having kids, but you know, I, I started early, so I had kids early and then I just realized that, Hey, I'm in the fortunate position that my spouse makes enough to support us. And, you know, it was, it was good for my spouse too, because I supported him. It, It just was, I think it was better for the relationship.
0: Oh, absolutely. Listen, I mean, one of the things that I learned from watching a close family member try and juggle being an entrepreneur and a husband and a father when the kids were young was like, I'm like, Mike, you couldn't pay me to do that. Like you couldn't. I mean, if you've got two people working, you know, who does the groceries? Who does the cooking? Who does the taxes? Who who pays the bills? Who runs the household? Who does the laundry? I mean, you're just running from one thing to another. And you never have time to enjoy anything. You're always late for everything. Everything is always behind. The kids don't have enough clean clothes. There's not enough in the fridge. And you end up eating out a lot. And and if you, you know, this is for, for women. You, it sounds like you're along this lines. And, you know, correct me, of course, if you're not. If you really want to make money, free up your man to pursue his career. Then you as a team, you as a team will make a staggering amount of money. And yeah, I mean, and so even if it's
1: not a staggering amount of money, it's it's what you can live on. And, and I, I try to counsel, you know, people where I can, you know, do the math, do the math. Is 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 you working and your husband working and paying child care and paying for the second car and paying for the upkeep? Is is it going to benefit you any in any way in the end? So just do the math.
0: No, I think that's right, and and the thing is too, like the false economy of well, you know, we made a little bit more money when the kid was young, but now we get to spend it all on rehab when he's in his teen years, and it's like that's <laughs> not really a uh, <laughs> that's not really a very good deal at all. And I'm I'm only half kidding about that as well. So.
1: No, that's that's true. Well, well, thank you for all that you do for for people that that need counseling who maybe didn't have any kind of elders in their life.
0: All, all I'm and getting from this is you think I'm old. That's that's all I'm getting from this. I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, no, I appreciate we're, that's we're very about kind. The
1: same age, so I got to call myself old if I
0: call you old. I appreciate that's right. And the other thing too, this is something that's that you get that I don't, is that you will be a relatively young grandmother. <laughs>
2: Look That's at me, correct. you I'm call
0: me an elder, right I'll call you a grandmother to be. That's it, man. That's where we're at. That's where we've got to. But no, it's real. Like, I mean, my, my daughter's going to have kids, hopefully relatively young, uh, but I'll still be kind of old because, you know, I became a dad in my 40s and I think it was for the best. I'd learned enough and and had enough uh, wisdom that I could be a much better father. But oh my gosh, um, it's uh, uh, it's... She'll she'll be young, and because she's raised really well, she'll be a young mom, and then she'll be a young grandmom, and that's going to be kind of cool. Because you don't want to be that old creaky grand, granddad. It's like you got to shout into his good ear and don't push him because if he falls over, he's not getting back up again. So uh, hopefully she'll get to it before that happens. But yeah,
1: yeah, <laughs> could be
0: bad. Could be bad.
1: Well, well, thank you so much. I appreciate.
0: It. You're very I welcome. It. Thank you for your contribution to the world, which is the greatest contribution to to raise your kids. I really really appreciate that.
1: Thank
0: you. All right. Somebody says, I wonder if I should convert my old paintings into NFTs. I doubt anyone would buy them, but who knows? Maybe I could get a couple of Ethereum. Yeah. I mean, why not? It's pretty easy to do. And what do you think is the ideal time to have children with regards to the child itself? Um, well, I mean, I would say once you're an adult, the younger the better. Uh, let's see here. Any chance almost will be made into an NFT movie? Um, Almost would be a fantastic miniseries. It would be an unbelievably powerful and fantastic miniseries. But when I was rereading it, which I did last year, after being deplatformed, I needed to take refuge and solace in art and beauty. And this is my novel, by the way, uh, freedomain.com forward slash almost. It's free, the audiobook, and we're still working on... I'm so sorry. If you watched this and you were helping me with the uh, <laughs> with the um, text version, please ping me again. I've, I've lost track of it completely. But um, um, So... It would be a fantastic movie, but given how anti-communist it is and who controls the publishing industry, there was no chance it was ever going to get published. So I'm very glad I stopped trying to write books after a while, novels at least. Uh, somebody says, Steph, am I immoral for moving to the West from what you call a shite hole? Um, well, I guess h- how how is the country you came from going to improve if all of the good people leave? I mean, you're listening to this show, uh, Fareed. I'm, I'm sure that you're a great person. And just my genuine question is, okay, how is it going to improve? Isn't it just going to get worse and worse and worse? So I don't know. Uh, why does black and white thinking about people or things happen? Is it fear of not having certainty? So black and white thinking tends to be a lower IQ issue. You can't handle nuance and and complexity makes you, uh, to the limit of your intellectual abilities, it makes you frustrated and, and hostile. So that's kind of uh, kind of important. But black and white thinking in general happens when you are not allowed to have complex thoughts as a child so if you have a parent and you try and explain something and they're like oh just give me the answer or is it this or is it that yes or no that's all like then you have to rush to a yes or no answer because trying to explain yourself you know like if if you're having a conflict with your sibling and your parent comes in and they just need to who started it that's all and you're trying to explain what happened and maybe it's complex and they just get impatient then complexity is something you get punished for and you slide towards black and white thinking because complexity makes you very anxious all right um so you're advising him to be selfless for his country no i'm not saying selfless there's there's great um value and virtue and happiness in improving a um uh, in improving a, a country yeah sorry right. yeah i'm in chicago i've considered leaving but why flee i figure i should fight for the state i grew up in oh, that's one possibility for sure um, got to stop listening to videos and post bashing men, men run the infrastructure. Yeah. Somebody uh, posted a video, it was a very short video. I think it was TikTok. a woman saying like, what is it that men bring to the table? And the guy's like, well, men built the table, men cut down the trees that built the table, men cut the trees uh, into pieces to build the table. Um, if you have a beer, men ran the breweries, uh, they picked the hops that made the beer that you put on the table that men built so that you can eat them. And if you're inside and it's raining, men built the house and they built the roof and they built the air conditioning and they built the heater and they built the water so that you could have a cup of water or a cup of tea while you sit uh, and uh, uh, at the table that men built in the house that men built uh, from the uh, water supply that men built and the taps that men built. So what do we bring to the table? Pretty much everything around you. Question is, ladies, what do you bring to the table? <laughs> all right thanks everyone a great pleasure to chat this evening free domain.com forward slash donate to help out the show i would really really appreciate it i'm going to i'm working with a great fellow named jared to to work on this um podcast that you can support me by just listening and a couple of satoshis will flow uh, as you listen that could be enormously helpful for me uh, and i would really really appreciate that and um uh i don't know jared are you in I can't I'm sorry. Let me just <laughs> let me just check here. I should I should know this but I don't. Uh you may, no, you're not. Okay. So yes, you can um uh check this out. It's sphinx.app. You can get it native to iOS or you can get the APK to uh, install on um Android. Uh it'll just say, you know, it's not from the store or whatever, but it's it's fine obviously. So sphinx.app, you can uh, get in there. You can look for free domain. Uh I've got uh, a chat going there. And it's going to be very, very cool. And uh, we will uh, sort that out soon. We're going to do a whole, here's how to get it up and running on your phone kind of thing. And uh, it's going to be another one of these kind of shielded places. It's going to be like, yeah, you know, maybe two bucks to sign up in, in crypto and uh, all of that. So, you know, we keep the trolls at bay and have great conversations. And it's going to be really, really enjoyable and I think a great thing to 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 work on. And, you know, we want cutting edge. We want next generation stuff. We want comfortable lifeboat so you don't sit there and say well the titanic of the mainstream media and mainstream twitter sort of youtube stuff was comfortable but you know this is kind of uncomfortable in the lifeboat even though the other one is going down we want it to be as comfy in the lifeboat and and superior and better to what what came before and i really do thank the people who've been helping me out uh, with the sphinx chat and other things uh i I will post the links to all of that soon and uh, we'll get up and running on all of that so uh thanks everyone lots of love from up here. Really, really do appreciate your support your interest it's still wonderful i mean i'd I'd be chatting if there was no one here but my god it's a lot better with you guys here because it makes me feel you know vaguely sane so i appreciate that too have yourself a wonderful evening freedomain.com forward slash donate also freedomain.com forward slash almost for my historical novel freedomain sorry fdrurl.com forward slash TGOA. tgoa for the god of atheists that's my comedy novel and free domain nft if you would like to have a look i'm going to be posting more stuff this week i dug up an old manifesto of my beliefs that i wrote when i was 24 years old long long time before i became any kind of public figure and uh uh, that's i'm going to put that out as an nft me reading it and explaining what i was thinking and why i was writing it and how it's changed since then i think it's going to be a really good slice of philosophical history that i think will be quite a collector's item down the road so have yourself a great evening lots of love from here take care i will uh, uh talk to you soon don't forget uh friday nights i think we're going to be streaming you can get that at podbean or i don't know we're going to try a bunch of different places but uh, f- uh freedomain.com forward slash newsletter Freedomain.com forward slash newsletter as well uh to do the newsletter and uh so nice to see everyone here tonight and uh, take care i'll talk to you soon